Welcome to the Level Up Artist Podcast. We are your hosts, Adriana and May and Jackie Sanders. We are two art professionals sharing for the advice and business lessons we have learned along our creative journeys. We talk to artists, leaders, and art professionals to demystify the creative process and discover new ways to succeed as a career-minded artist. If you find value in these conversations, please go ahead and subscribe. This will help other creatives like you find our podcast and you'll be notified we drop new episodes every Tuesday. On today's episode, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode because we know that everyone is very busy with the holiday season, parties, art markets, and all of that fun stuff. But we did want to do a check-in with our mindset as artists during the holidays because it can get a bit crazy. (laughs) Definitely can. And obviously the holidays are different for everyone. I mean, they can be a happy time. And then depending on your life experience, they could be a difficult time as well. So when it comes to our art business and creative practices, we also need to be aware of where our mindset is. Because balancing all these things can be difficult. And also I would add to that without trying to think what other people are thinking about it. It's just like try to focus on your own and how can you can make this a nice and healthy experience. <laughs> exactly. And as with anything during any season of life, the goal is always to strike that balance between um, your art making creative time and responsibilities for your business in addition to the parties and the socializing and taking care of yourself as a human during this time. Um, so now with that added pressure of maybe there's more social gatherings than normal normal maybe there's more art markets more business things that you feel like you have to be doing it can very easily get overwhelming which is honestly like against the whole point of what the holiday season is supposed to be about but a lot of us feel that overwhelm and anxiety and feel like we're just running around like chickens with our heads cut off sometimes yeah and I think honestly like I don't know, like media and culture in general has helped to normalize that this is supposed to be a hectic time. I mean, after all, it starts with like the biggest shopping season and the the long lines and everything else. And that's even before you get to the actual holiday itself, right? So it's just part of it. But um, if this kind of overwhelm has happened to you this year or in the past, you know, try not to be too hard on yourself. We've all had those moments. Um, hopefully with today's conversation, we're hoping to help shift the mindset so you perhaps you can feel a little bit more relaxed or prepare to deal with this balancing act in the future. And again, depending when you're listening to this, you might be like, ah, I'm still in the in the thick of it or I just went through it. Um, but maybe some of these things you can take on for the next holiday or super busy season. So our first t- tip uh, would be to figure out what that best balance would look like for you. So um with this we're discussing obviously time management trying to set realistic expectations for yourself so something to ask yourself is what is that ideal time balance of making uh art making time for relaxation or family time you know and obviously this will shift over time but especially when the holidays pay extra extra attention to see how that time has been broken out um how many markets can you do without burning out right like I mean yes it's great especially for a lot of artists that we know um this is where the bulk of their sales are for the year so it's definitely something to think about but 
you know, in preparation of is some of this things that you can spread out throughout the year, or maybe balance it with some online sales, things like that. How many social events can you attend? I know uh, some artists that do markets and will do nothing social uh, because they're like all their social energies already spent at markets. So the rest of the time they're at home recovering, essentially. Or you might be the other way around. You might recharge with people um, after doing an event. So definitely kind of kind of take a look at that. Also, um, how are you feeling after doing a full weekend of markets? Or if you're doing several days in a row or man, maybe several days in the same week, like, you know, pay attention. How are you feeling after going through a cycle of several of them in a row? Um I mean, obviously, as the seasons change, your energy is going to change, too. So obviously, keep an eye on that. And then lastly, you know, for for your art business, ask yourself, if you had a boss telling you to do this, mm -hmm. uh, what what do you think you would say to them? You know, if they're like, you're going to work every single Saturday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday in December, even leading up to like Christmas time. I don't care if you have kids or or whatever the situation is. You're probably going to quit. So um, again, yes, it could be a big way in which you pay your bills, but definitely keep an eyeball out to see kind of like where your energy's at. And if you're starting to feel the, the signs of burnout creeping about or not. Yeah, I think that is a phrase that I connect with a lot is like being a good boss to yourself, because especially if you're a full-time artist with a full-time day job, if you're balancing your art business with family and making the holiday special for your family, hosting parties, like that's a full-time job in itself this time of year. Um, but just really realizing we can often be our own worst critic and feel like I didn't get everything on my list that I wanted to get done today done. I am a failure. What am I doing? While you're still actively fighting exhaustion or burnout, but thinking, look at all these things that I expected myself to do in one day. If someone else was telling you to do that, I'd be like, um, nope. get out of here. You're the worst. Get out of my life. Bye. So really shifting that voice can be so, so helpful. Um, but finding that balance can be difficult at times. So that would probably be my next tip is once you figure out whether you're planning ahead um, or if you're listening to this episode in real time, maybe looking at what the week of the holidays and into the new year look like, then once you figure out what you want your time balance to be, communicate that with your loved ones, whether your partner, your family, with your friends, and tell them, you know what, in order for me to really show up as my best self for this holiday party that we're hosting on Saturday, I need to have two hours of time, Wednesday and Thursday, to designate to my art business. Otherwise, the entire time on the party, I'm going to be in a bad mood because I didn't get the things done that I wanted to get done, or I'm going to be stressed because then I have to get everything done on Sunday. Whatever it is, just communicating with your loved ones what your intentions are for how they can support you during this time is super, super helpful. Plus, it also keeps you um, accountable for those things, especially if maybe it's a situation where maybe you have to miss certain events. You're like, you know what? I would love to come to your holiday party. However, building my art business is really a big priority for me during this time. And in order to get that done, I can only go to like two out of the three 
family events that we have this season. And if you frame it that way versus like, I don't know, I'll try to make it. And like, then you just like, don't show up and don't tell them why it often goes over a lot better because it shows your intentions with just being very conscious of where your time and energy is going and that you love them. And it's not like any vendetta against anyone. You're like, but this is also a priority in my life too. So them understanding you having to pull back on certain things or where you can commit then shows that like, that's how they can support you is by letting you do your thing. And sometimes that may just be, you know what, I've done all of these events or I've been going to these parties. I need introvert time to recharge because that is what I need right now. Like, okay, cool. (laughs) So from a keeping you accountable standpoint, it'll also, again, give that context of why you're missing things um, here and there. Of course, still wanting to make time for loved one, make time for the holiday season. But that's really the biggest thing is proactively communicating with your loved ones that they can support you um, in the best possible way. Yeah. And it goes without saying, like within your own household or if any of your family members or or, or friends are helping you out at the markets themselves, let them know <laughs> as far in advance as possible so they can block off their calendars too. Um, but also share Google Calendar, please, at least within your oh, own that's household. A great idea. That would be helpful. Yeah. So that if you have, you know, spouse or, you know, a loved one saying, hey, I want you to come to the company party. You're like, um, it was on the calendar and hopefully it was right. <laughs> uh, especially like a shared Google calendar will make things a little bit easier. Um, but also like as you're, you know, again, in in the, in the thick of this like holiday season, another uh, tip that we have for you is to try to think of these events as networking opportunities. Right. So. You're doing markets, you get to meet fellow creatives, um, you know, that perhaps are in the booth across from you or or next to you, et cetera. Like you can use this time to make those contacts and say like, I mean, it could be as simple as what are you using to swipe cards with? I use Square. What do you, oh, use PayPal. How do you like it? Right. So like you can use that to exchange some information. Um, as well as like find out that you both like the same movie and now you just want to hang out and, you know, like make friends after the market. So you never know. Um, you can also use this, which this one I love as uh, research for your own booth setup. So maybe they have like a tiered table system or maybe the type of tablecloth they use, uh, maybe the decorations they use. A lot of times that's a good place to look um and just kind of see and then ask the questions like did you get that on amazon did you get it on a different website like that kind of information um as well as depending what stage of your art career you're in if it's one of your earlier markets or you're trialing something new uh during that time you can with a grain of salt always with a grain of salt um inquire with other uh folks at the, at the market um, that are also selling their wares. And if you're in a similar-ish area, let's say you're both uh, ceramic potters, um, you could ask some questions. Obviously, don't overdo it. Try to build the relationship uh, first. But you could ask some questions like, what kind of stamp did you use for that? Or um, I have a question about pricing this particular thing. Again, grain of salt, cautiously mm-hmm. definitely try to make the friendship first but it's a great place to meet other other creatives in similar fields as to what you are yeah and so I think that's a great example of how you can turn these 
quote unquote, like busy weekend into like multi-layered experiences, being at the event itself and the joyous time, but also that research to where then also from a personal event standpoint, you can still use it if you would like um, as a way to talk about your art, promote what you're doing um, to your loved ones. There's always that small talk at family parties, uh, neighborhood parties, um, to where maybe there are people that you don't see on a regular basis. Maybe they are just connect with you on social media. Um, so these holiday get-togethers are a great time for you to talk about what you're doing and share it with your loved ones. Maybe you have an event coming up that they can attend and support you or a product launch. This is a great time to highlight it. And when thinking about talking to other people about your art business, I also acknowledge that that can be a little bit nerve wracking saying, oh, well, I'm going into a party of 30 family members or acquaintances or random neighbors that I see once a year, the thought of just talking about yourself may be a little nerve wracking. Um, so one good tip that I try to do is write down or even just think about on your way driving over what like two to three wins or breakthroughs maybe that you've had this year in your art business that you want to share with them. So you already kind of have your talking points. Maybe it is you started a new product line, maybe even as simple as, you know what, I had my first exhibition this year and that was a huge milestone. Um, it doesn't even have to be recent. It could be nine months ago, but the people that you're talking to, they want to be excited for you. And oftentimes with the arts being a different career path than most people know, they don't really know what are considered the milestones. They don't know what those little wins along the way are. So you kind of have to lay out the path for them. Um, so having a few of those talking points in your pocket can also be helpful with uh, settling the nerves a little bit. Like if they were to leave the conversation knowing two or three things, what would you want them to know? Um, and that can be super helpful with small talk at events, um, and then move on to the next group of people. <laughs> um, but the other thing I also did want to bring up too, though, is we're talking a lot about balancing creative time, art markets, personal family time, that sometimes that isn't always in the cards for everyone's schedule. Sometimes this is a time where rather than being super busy with art markets and selling, that that takes a back seat. And that is perfectly okay. I think that goes a lot into your mindset during the holiday season beforehand. If you intentionally want to use this season to slow down a little bit, have that quality time with family and friends to recharge, that that is also an amazing goal to have. It doesn't have to be this hustle bustle, super busy time. But if you aren't getting that focus studio creative time, then you can still utilize your skills and have outlets in other ways, right? The holiday season is the perfect season of shifting that maybe holiday stress, preparing for parties into something fun and playful, doing crafts with the kids, even experimenting in your studio practice. It doesn't have to be paintings that immediately have to sell. We've talked a lot on the episode, previous episodes about the fun of experimentation and playing and creating with no expectations that this can be a really good time to do that as well. Yeah, I definitely love that tip because it's like, 
I mean, especially applicable to the holidays, but maybe it's if you are on a trip or maybe you're a caretaker for an elderly parent and you just don't have time to, you know, to spend making art, then even if it's just having, you know, sheet of paper and a Sharpie, you know, like a tablet, uh, whatever you've got that coloring pencils, I mean, it doesn't even have to be your own medium or even your own style, but something else that's a creative output um that will keep that engine humming if you will even if it's not directly correlated to what you do um that can still be really really helpful and still give you a little bit of respite you know again depending what you're going through but um yeah there's definitely a lot going on during the season but uh next up we are going to talk about some of our top tips for the holiday season but first let's go ahead and put in a quick word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by the Level Up Artists Business Community. This ever-evolving membership values community over competition and growing connections with fellow creatives who share the same goals and challenges as you. Life as a modern artist can be both exciting and overwhelming. Art school or self-taught, emerging or seasoned professional, there's a lot of information out there, but what do working artists actually need? Other industries have continuing education programs for their professionals to sharpen up their skills and stay up to date with the systems, technology, and tools needed to succeed. And we believe that artists should too. We've spent countless hours of trial and error weeding through tons of information to find the gold and creating sustainable systems that actually work so you don't have to waste your time going down endless rabbit holes. <laughs> We are passionate about exchanging ideas and sharing resources with fellow career-minded artists about the business side of art. From artist documents and exhibition prep to templates and tools to help you work faster and smarter, our course modules cover everything from social media to technology and sustainable studio practices too. Ready to get started? Head on over to leveluppartistshub.com to learn more, get immediate access, and level up your creative career today. Welcome back, everybody. So when thinking about the holiday season, I would say if I had one piece of advice that I could give everyone, especially for career-minded artists, I would probably say the biggest thing I would remember is to utilize your downtime. Um, because we all have events, parties, art events, um, filling up our schedule, but inevitably there is a little bit of downtime. Um, so I would say the goal is to really utilize that, which means maintaining good mental, emotional, physical health, um, making sure that you're fully resting or fully working during this time. Um, both can often feel like, oh, I should be working on this project, even though I still need to rest, or I'm kind of working on this, um, or I'm fully resting, but the guilt of, well, these are all the things I should be doing. Oftentimes that can be super unproductive because you're not fully working and you're also not fully resting. Um, so making sure that what, whichever one you choose to do, try to fully do that and fully be in the moment, which of course is always a goal for all of us. Um, but making sure that you have designated time set aside to do both things. Um, so if you lean more towards the workaholic tendencies, then make sure you really block off time to intentionally rest, whatever that means for you. It may be socializing, getting out there, it may be doing something physical and getting your body moving, it may be relaxing and binge watching a TV show, whatever rest means for you, make sure you schedule that and stick to it. 
Or if you feel like you often lean on the side of struggling to gain momentum, make sure you also set aside that work time for your art and your art business. Even something as simple as 30 minutes, whether weekly or every day in the morning, starting that routine. It doesn't have to be these huge momentous gains during this period, but I think something that still makes you feel energized and intentional with making progress rather than the potential future guilt of quote unquote wasting this time. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that can really take a lot of the future guilt or future pressure off of feeling like you wish you had made more progress or being totally burnt out because you didn't take any rest. It's a fine balance between the two, but just making sure you're super, super intentional with the time that you do spend. Yeah, I love that. Even if it's just 10 minutes, everybody has 10 minutes. Um, I'm just going to go with that one. Um, And then I would say my top tip, um, you know, for for the subject would be to schedule a post-holiday reflection. Mm -hmm. So I love to do this. And I even used to do it at my old corporate job to a certain extent um, is after Christmas has passed and before the new year, usually that last week tends to be a good one, at least for me. Um, or even the first week of January, where you can schedule, you know, at least a few hours, again, depending on your life's life situation, you may have to spread this out over several days, but um, schedule out time to reflect on this recent holiday season, um, or the recent quarter that includes the holiday season, and try to look into you know, different things. Like, how do you feel emotionally? Like, are you more overwhelmed? Were there any regrets? Like, nobody wants to have regrets, but is there anything you could change going forward? Don't dwell on stuff. Please don't. But like anything going forward, um, physically, how are you feeling? Like, um, you know, was it a little more active than you planned or maybe the other way around? Are you feeling rested, fulfilled? Are you just feeling, eh? <laughs> not that that's a word, but, um, and then momentum wise, do you feel like you're still on the right track? Like you're excited for the new year, like, and all the new plans that you have, like you're bursting with ideas or do you feel like, uh, I don't know, like inspiration has dried out a little bit. Like you can't think past just binging TV as a way to rest from all the activity that has been going on. And honestly, like, it's okay to make, make space for all of it, right? But it's kind of like, the thing that I I feel like, right, uh, humble opinion, will help you out the most um, to make, you know, small or bigger changes for upcoming, you know, seasons or upcoming years would be to notice, like, you have to observe and notice, you have to spend that alone time, Uh, Not everybody likes alone time, but you need that alone time of, you know, introspection and be like, what worked, what didn't work, um, what things was on me, what things were things that um, I'm dwelling on. But honestly, I had no control over like you need to sit down and do the work, as they say, Um, doing these things and documenting them. Definitely document them. Don't just let it roll around in the noggin. You you need to write some of the stuff down. will help you then plan for the next year and the next holiday season while you're still fresh in this one. Well, you know, while you're still thinking about key points that could make a difference so that you can think twice, you know, if if it's in the case of someone that does markets or maybe you committed to <clears throat> January exhibition like you surely did before, make that three um, <laughs> this earlier last year um so it's like that way you can kind of take those notes and be like okay some of the things that I want to change um you know 
or maybe you just take a big break and that's okay too. Or mm -hmm. you just take the time to schedule a break uh, later in the year. Anyways, those are just like some different things, but honestly, to kind of wrap it up with a bow on that one is like, you need to set time and reflect and see how it went. Um, not just for the holidays, but I would definitely say at least quarterly or at least twice a year. What would you say, Jackie? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say at least six months doing those check-ins. And the biggest thing to your point of making sure you write those things down afterwards as a way for your like future self to remember, right? Um, because yeah. oftentimes I think in hindsight, we can often uh, forget about maybe the personal or emotional toll that a busy season took on us. Um, and then rather than like, I don't know, looking in hindsight, like, well, last holiday season, this was my income, which of course is great, but you didn't think about, but that also meant I did have to miss a lot of personal family gatherings. It was very stressful. I didn't sleep well. And by January, I was basically out of commission for like two, three weeks because I was just recharging. Right. So those are factors you want to make sure you document so that your future self also remembers, okay, let's strike a balance between those two things. Um, and it's not something that you should be ever be ashamed of, but thinking of your business as a business, as your creative practice as a business, because I think this is a great time to remember that often as artists, our job, like literally our job is to know ourself know our work ethic and also take care of ourself because we are so directly connected to the work that we make so if mm -hmm. we're not doing well physically mentally emotionally that is reflective in the work so I almost think of that as like quality control for the artwork of it's it's very different than other industries where I don't know if you're like on spreadsheets all day to where like the outcome of that spreadsheet product doesn't really care if you're tired and stressed and emotional, but that comes out in artwork. It doesn't necessarily show in those spreadsheets. So making sure you take care of yourself first is the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And as we enter into the last fish of the holiday season, um, I like that saying that says failing to plan is planning to fail. Um, because essentially, like if you don't put the roadmap, or maybe fail is a <clears throat> strong word, but right. basically, like let's just say drift. For me, I would I would change that one for drift. You're gonna be drifting. You're gonna be like, ooh, what about this? What about that? You may eventually get to the end result you want, but it's probably gonna take a heck of a lot longer. Mm -hmm. You're probably gonna take more detours than you planned, and that's okay but also as business-minded artists not that okay so um as you kind of think of these plans you know definitely be easy on yourself please give yourself some grace you know try to prioritize what you need and be communicative about it with your family and loved ones and how can they support you with what you need um and understand that consistency also means making changes with the changing seasons and whether that's like reducing number of markets or number of commitments or whatever that's okay too but that's why we want you to do like some of these reflections to kind of think about like how did it went and how can you change it going forward but um i'm gonna leave you all with that you've got this happy holidays everybody <laughs>
Yes. Happy holidays. And real quick before we go, I did just want to say thank you to all of you for listening to this podcast. This has been a huge labor of love from us for over two and a half years now, which is crazy. Um, And I am just so thankful for everyone who listens every single week um, and who shares it with their friends. We are so, so thankful for all of you. And if you haven't already, this is a reminder to go ahead and please subscribe. So that way you don't miss to any future episodes, whether you're on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you are, we have some super exciting episodes coming up. So go ahead and subscribe so you won't miss them. And while you are in the car driving to your holiday parties or maybe a quick vacation, make sure you share this podcast with your friends. Um, Shoot them a text to maybe friends you've met at markets, artists that you've connected with on Instagram, um, family friends that you just enjoy doing crafts with. They will probably enjoy the episode as well. So go ahead and shoot them over a text with maybe one of your favorite episodes, maybe this one. We really, really appreciate all of your support on this journey because we love sharing our experiences with other creatives, sharing forward the advice and business lessons we've learned along our way, like our intro says every week. And we appreciate you for helping this podcast going. Of course, it's free to share, so it only takes five seconds. We really appreciate all of your support and happy holidays. Yes, and whatever app you're listening to the on, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Five stars, please, would be amazing. Um, we love to, um, you know, check those out. So thank you so so much. Um, we're gonna go ahead and wrap today's episode, and we hope you enjoyed it. As always, our blog will be linked in today's show notes, where you can find links to all of our other podcast episodes. If you want to stay connected with us in between episodes, share your feedback, and, or have a question you would like for us to answer on the podcast, you can reach us through social media. I'm at a May Art across all platforms. And I'm at J Sanders Studio on all platforms. And if you want to follow the podcast, we're at Level Up Artists on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.